Good afternoon and welcome back to Coffee with a Kick. I'm Xander, that's Keegan, and we are here for match day 22. I can say numbers in other languages. That's 22 for those of you who mm. don't know Spanish. Zweinzwanzig uh, uh, in German. Aha, I can do those two languages. But match day 22, we got a full 10 matches between today and Thursday with uh, another 10 happening this upcoming weekend. So we will be back on Friday for a recap episode and a prediction episode uh, coming out Saturday morning is what I've decided while talking to you right now. So that's cool. Uh, you know, really tightly run ship here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Flynn21, great to hear from you again. He's a Fulham fan. Fulham fan. Mm. So, you know, we'll see how his how his boys fare. They've got, a, they've got a, a good team to be hitting at the moment. So we will see how we think Fulham will do this uh, coming up later today at 2.45. But before we get to that one, first, guys, we're almost at a, 100 subs, which is a meager goal. But it's our first one to hit. So go ahead and, and <clears throat> subscribe to the channel, and maybe you'll be lucky number hundo. Uh, we will send you a personal message through email. Oh yeah! If you if you're number hundo, so be looking forward to that. I'm a, I you know what I fancy myself a decent writer, so you know it could be a work of art to be honest. No. Um. Anyway, we'll go ahead and get into it now. Uh, match day twenty two. First up at. 2.30 Eastern Time at the City Ground in Nottingham. Nottingham Forest takes on Arsenal. How how do you have the boys from Nottingham going? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Arsenal quote-unquote bounce back from winning 5-0. Yeah. Sometimes teams that haven't been so hot, they get one big victory. It can either spark them in the right direction or they go right back to where they were. So... I think Nottingham has been playing a lot better football mm -hmm. recently. Mm -hmm. I think it goes 2-2. Really? I think Arsenal, was it was a one-hit wonder. I don't see them blowing out Nottingham at Nottingham. So I'm going 2-2. Well, I don't have them blowing them out necessarily, but I think Arsenal carries through some of it. I think Nottingham Forest would be... Uh, they, they, sh they, they would have felt that they should have gotten points last week because they're playing Brentford. Uh, they were away at Brentford, but still, I think that Arsenal carries it through. Gets a 2-0 victory here over Nottingham Forest um, to to continue their press against Liverpool up at the top of the table. Uh, now, will they get solo second? We'll see in a moment when we pick for City. But I, I do think that they take the full three here from the City ground. And... You know, I'm just looking for a good match. Nottingham Forest very well could, could, could come through here because they, they've... Certainly, like we've said last week, they certainly righted the ship prior to losing to Brentford, um, taking out mm -hmm. teams that that had been doing uh, in the in the previous two match days at least. Uh, but we'll we'll see if they can get back on proper footing and and put up a fight against Arsenal. Next up, we've got Flynn's Fulham boys hosting Everton at Craven Cottage there in good old London Town at two two forty five. So you got you got a 15 minute spread there, so you can catch the last 15 of each match, I suppose. Um, 
I think I think that this one actually turns out quite well for the Fulham boys. I've got this mm. one as another 2-0 victory. Uh, Fulham had just beaten Arsenal before this, the 1-0 loss to Chelsea, which was, you know, not 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 the best showing. Um, and I think Everton, I mean, they've scored, they, they've been held goalless in the past two matches against teams that aren't, well, Aston Villa, actually, their defense has done quite well. But my Wolves, they've, they've conceded plenty this this season. And they were blanked 3-0 uh, back in late December. And they hadn't been scoring much prior to that either. But goalless in two matches is, is not a good look. And I don't, I don't see that getting fixed here at Craven Cottage against Fulham. Yeah, I think Everton, very sporadic. The 10-point deduction, I think there was that little burst yeah. of excitement where they won a couple in a row. But I don't know. It's hard to think that they could go into the cottage and win. So I have it 2-1, to one, Fulham with a victory. Mm-hmm. Lynn, I think your guys are going to get it done. But because I picked them to get it done, they'll probably lose. So don't expect anything <sighs> Grain of salt pick for sure. Yeah, that does that does remind me. I forgot to summarize how we did last week. I mentioned that we did poorly. It was two and eight for myself and three and seven for you. Uh, so you're now only two picks behind me on the season. I have been dropping like oh, a yeah. stone. I'm I've been bas- I'm basically Newcastle right now, like just dropping off a cliff. Okay, I was I was at five hundred. I think back in. Early, I think before that first international break, I was about 500. Now I'm at yeah. 88 and 110, and you're at 86 and 112. But I do have 13 perfect picks on the season. So, you know, mm. uh, what is it? A blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while? Cool. Um, is that a saying? That is a saying. All right, Every cool. blind squirrel finds a, a few nuts. Well, then, uh, speaking of blind squirrels, do you think Luton finds any points this week? Uh, that they got Brighton at Kenilworth Road. You know, I give me this at match day six. I think it's about a 5-0 drubbing. Mm-hmm. But Luton's been playing pretty well recently, especially against the teams we think they should get slaughtered by. Especially at home, they've been playing well, so... I have it as a one-one draw. See, I don't I'm, think Brighton has been very. I'm on very the same wavelength Exciting as you. recently. Yeah, I'm on the same wavelength as you. Luton playing better, Brighton playing worse. Not only are they goal, they, they are their last two matches have been nil-nil draws. So just utter mm. snoozers uh, after that four-two win over Tottenham, which was you know at this point obviously an outlier, I guess. But I have this actually more of exciting, uh, more of an exciting match, a two-two draw between mm. Brighton and Luton, uh, for you know, and in that case, Luton found two nuts, the blind squirrels of Luton. Uh, I'm going to call them that from now. They're going to be blind squirrels the rest of this season. I'm just going to call them blind squirrels, even though Sheffield United's like way worse. Uh, speaking of, speaking of which, they take on at the 3 p.m. slot. At Selhurst Park, again in good old London town, Crystal Palace hosts Sheffield United. I think uh, Crystal Palace bounces back here. I think that they feel bad about losing five nil to Arsenal. And you know, if you're if you're ever gonna if you're ever gonna get just demolished one week, coming back home 
And getting Sheffield United on the draw, I think that's a perfect scenario for you as a, as a team, right? Like, who else are you going to want to play at home uh, uh, when when you're when you just got just smacked around like a kid playing up a couple years in soccer on the pitch? Mm. Uh, just just getting it's unpleasant. I think they almost do the same to Sheffield. I think it's four one, so not quite the five nil. But Sheffield's defense has has recessed back to the mean of their season, which was mm. terrible. Yeah, pretty much match day one, I think these teams played each other. Maybe been match day two. It was 1-0 Crystal Palace. I think it's 1-0 Crystal Palace again. Okay, so I think, like you said, they're going to like playing United. I I, I think it'll be a second-half goal. I think Sheffield has some stuff in them to keep it close in the first, but I'm going 1-0. I think Crystal Palace bounces back. Well, I mean, they certainly hope so, especially against Sheffield. So uh, that brings us to the last match of today, which is at 3.15. Early in the season, this would have been very tantalizing. Aston Villa and Newcastle. Nowadays, not so much. At Villa Park in Birmingham, how, how does this one strike your fancy? They're on USA. Oh. The only one actually on terrestrial television. Yeah, I I don't know. I think Aston Villa, like we've talked about, it's these types of games that they kind of have anxiety for because they don't want to actually go Just into the lead. But I think they get it done. Newcastle, way too many injuries. Yeah. The morale is about as far down as it gets. So I think I'm going Villa 3-1. to one. I think Newcastle sneaks one in late, but 3-1. Wow, just look, this this was the 5-1 match at the beginning of the season that Newcastle won. That were like, oh, Newcastle, wow. New look, Newcastle. Uh, th- that was true for the first couple weeks, but now we now we are where we are with them down in 10th. And I think, I think, yeah, Villa, if this, if this was at Newcastle, I think Villa does, I think it goes somewhat similar to the previous, previous, uh, match not quite five one, but maybe like a two one loss for Aston Villa because they do tend to disappear against the teams that are typically in the upper half. I think just the amount of the amount of injuries to Newcastle is unfortunate for this season that they had at the beginning. Uh, but I think Villa does. I, I'm I'm in your camp here. I've got it two one Aston Villa, more of a nail biter. They like to do that at home in front of the fans are raucous, fans are in it. I think that they they they. They somehow like to keep it close, or for some reason like to keep it close when they're at home. Mm. Either drawing against, uh, uh, I think they drew Arsenal. They beat City. I think is that that's what happened. I think I've got that right um, from earlier in December. But I think that they get they get the the deed done there against depleted Newcastle. Uh, and you know I can just cross my fingers and hope that maybe I can get one of the five right. Uh, for 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 Tuesday, going over to Wednesday. Uh, first up at the two thirty uh, is City hosting Burnley. Uh, a good old homecoming here for Vincent Company. Haha! Didn't didn't even have to think about it that time. No Yaya Torre sightings today. Just Vincent <laughs> Company coming home. Uh, I I think City mops him. Mops them clean, 3-0. Mm. I think this is easy. 
I think you get a little bit more De Bruyne in this one. He's got another week under his, more than a week under his belt at this point of of rehab and game speed. Probably maybe maybe a halftime substitute this time. Give him a full half of action. I don't know. Yeah, for your those new subscribers and viewers that don't know, Xander mistakenly thought Vincent Company was Yaya Toure for the, probably the first no, 10 no, 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 that's putting it too strongly. <laughs> I knew it wasn't Yaya Toure, but that's the only name that was coming into my brain. Like, I know it's not Yaya yeah. Toure. I know it's not. I couldn't find Vincent Company. However, now I've got a season. Listen, I'm coming into form now. I'm coming into form in this season. Vincent Company, chief manager man of Burnley, is going to get his team walloped. This is a great time for our trivia question of the oh. episode. So, yeah, yeah, Torre. trivia question of the episode. Who has the most Premier League hat tricks in their career? Mm, most Premier League hat tricks in their career. Yeah. All right. The one the one question I have is is he an active player or is he retired? He is not. Not an active player. Okay, so he is retired. All right. The All leading right. active player is Erling Holland and he is wow. that about is halfway there. It's still pretty impressive. There. All right. I've got I've got a guess here, but it's pretty it, just because of the, the hint of where you're placing this. <laughs> Is why I think I've got it. But you go ahead with your pick here for City and Burnley, and we'll get back to the trivia at the after we finish up these last couple matches. Yeah, you know, it's just it's in between the days. It made sense, you know. Mm-hmm. But City, I think they win four to nil. Oof, I think it's a drubbing. Yes. I think they start De Bruyne because they know this will yeah. be a less Burnley isn't a pressing team, so I think it'll be yeah. much more laid back. City kind of dictates. So I think De Bruyne. Probably plays in it, knowing the tempo of the game. So, yeah, it could very well be. Yeah, Burnley. You know, we talk about Burnley all the time as pointless possession. You know, you know what's the wor- what's worse? What what is bad when you play with pointless possession is playing a team that's possession is always active and good. Mm. Uh, it's not going to work out for you very well. It's hard to ch- it's hard to change the gear. You know, anytime that you're a, yeah. a counterattacking team trying to then possess the ball. Anytime you're playing out of your own element, it's going to cause issues. And, and Burnley, not only are you going to be playing out of your element, you're also playing one of the best sides in England. So, yep. you know, not a great situation. Uh, to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London. Tottenham takes on a revitalized Brentford? Question mark? Uh, I say almost. I say it's almost a revitalized Brentford. I think this ends the same as their last match day, only on the wrong side of it. 3-2 Tottenham over Brentford is what I have here. Mm. Because, you know, I think Brentford is is showed now that they can score. They looked pretty good against Nottingham. It was against Nottingham. Uh, But Tottenham has also shown that they can give up goals. So I think that this is going to be a fun one. A 3-2 victory for Tottenham. Yeah, it looks like most of Tottenham's injuries have come back. A couple of guys is, still out, but they're is not. Is Madison like the back players. in this one? He's not on the injury list. Oh. So will he start? I don't know, but well, he seems to be. He may be in the squad. So you know, what? he's going to play the KDB in this one. Come in late second half and organize the Tottenham victory. That's what I think. 
Yeah, so I mean, if he's in there, you got the full. Mm -hmm. They had some defenders out for a while, so defenders back in. I think with all of that at play, I can't not pick Tottenham, especially at home. Yeah. So I'm going three-one Tottenham. I think it'll be an easier victory. Brentford has most of their team, although Buemo is still out. Not mm -hmm. sure when he's coming back. They had the uh, Norgard go out there for a while. He was starting there, so. I don't know. They, they're not a team that you need these pieces to be missing. Right. So I think yeah. they'll be hurting with those guys gone. So Especially Tottenham going to Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah. Now we get to one where there's a, a exterior news bit to cover. Liverpool hosts Chelsea up there in Anfield. And if you didn't already see, we have a, a, a short that we put out right after it happened. Jurgen Klopp is reportedly leaving Liverpool at the end of the season. Now, have we gotten any more clarity? The, the scuttlebutt was that it is for health reasons. Have we gotten any more clarity on the reason behind his apparent departure? According to Klopp, there, it's not for health reasons. Mm -hmm. So I don't suppose his reasoning was that he was just losing the passion, losing the drive. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't buy it because like three months ago he just said, he could go another 10 years. And I i mean, they've been playing their best football the last three months. So yeah. it's kind of shocking to me. Top of the table. So I don't know if there's pressure elsewhere, if there is health conditions. I have the theory that maybe he thinks his team is a little young. Mm -hmm. So he was already thinking about leaving their top of the table. And this news will now spur the team on to keep the form, win the title, that's my theory. It's kind of a booster for midseason so that they get it done. But I don't know. It's it's weird timing to be putting it out halfway through the season. Yeah. So I don't know if it's for like, you know, some people go through their like victory tours almost mm -hmm. in their last. So I, I don't know. Yeah, super yeah. weird timing. I don't get it. Thing, yeah. That makes me think it's health reasons or something out of his control. But I think, yeah, I it's kind of kind of weird. I think I figured it out. I think that Flynn 21 is a burner account for Jurgen Klopp on YouTube. And the Fulham thing's wow. red herring. And he's listened to the episodes. I keep saying Klopp out. And you know what? It just made sense to him to leave. Klopp out. He's like, you know what? That guy's right. I should just I should just quit while we're winning. Just quit while yeah, I'm ahead. That would, I think that's what it is. Flynn 21, I'm on to you. But how do you, how do you have the how do you have the, the actual match shaking out? Uh, do they do they pull one out for the old Gipper? I I don't think so. I think it's a one one draw. I mean, you got to think that news of that magnitude will have them wanting to play really well, but also like there's now a lot of ambiguity right in the club. Like who comes after Klopp? Uh -huh. What does it mean for the rest of the season? Will they be transferring people out? Will people want to leave? So there's a lot of ambiguity, and I think that will cause some miscommunication and issues on the pitch because you don't want something like that. Of, I mean, they're going to be talking about it the rest of the season. Right. It won't be Salah scores. It's going to be Salah scores in Klopp's last season. So it's going to be kind of that like monkey on the back mm -hmm. that I think in, at least in this match day puts the pressure on them and they, they drop. 
Yeah, I've got I've got the same sort of thing, but just with more general dis uh, uh, discord in, involved. Three three is my draw. Uh, I wow. think this. I think everything just goes crazy. I think they all just lose their minds, and that's what's going to happen. Uh, no particular reason because Chelsea. You know they scored three against Luton, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think it's more of just yeah the shock of it. I don't know. I'm just I just kind of want to see a three three draw. I think that'd be funny. Uh, <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious. No, no other reason. It's just no really other fun. reason. Just because it'd be hilarious. Uh, then we go to that finished up Wednesday, by the way. Then we go to Thursday, the first of February, uh, with West Ham, my our favorite team to pick, and Bournemouth at two thirty at London Stadium in London. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter what I say here because it will be wrong. I have it as 2-0 West Ham victory over Bournemouth. That's what I've got. And I can't I can't say that I have a reason for it because I never have a reason for West Ham because they're they're terrible to me. But they're sixth, Bournemouth's twelfth. I'm just gonna go with the numbers here. They're at home. There we go. We got enough reasons. Yeah, I mean it looks like Mikel Antonio still won't be in. A couple of guys still won't be in for Bournemouth. So both teams missing some key pieces. Bournemouth is kind of on a streak after winning like six of seven. They're on a streak of win, loss, win, loss, win. Mm -hmm. And I'm with you. I think they keep it up and they go loss. I think it'll be 3-1. I think Bournemouth likes to play exactly how West Ham wants a team to play. Where they want possession, they want to push the ball up. And West Ham wants to counter, so I'm going three one. I think West Ham pulls it out. Okay, three one West Ham. I was, yeah, I was looking at the wrong team there for a second. Born, okay. I mean, West yeah. Ham need they they drew, they beat Arsenal, and since then they have not won any matches across mm-hmm. the board in domestic league cups and Premier League. So right. I think they'll be itching for a victory. The malaise extends beyond the Premier League. <clears throat> well. uh I mean, I can hope, and that's about all I got for a West Ham pick. Then we go to uh, Revenge Match 2024. Wolves versus Menu. This time it's in our house. And you know what? I think it's going to be a sweet one, okay? I think this is a 3-0 victory for my oh, Wolves wow. at Molyneux. Man, yeah, I think it'll be... I think it'll be three to one, Wolverhampton with the victory. Man United are not great on the road. They're home. They're the only reason they're in the top ten is because they've held their home ground pretty well, whether that's draws or wins. Away, their form is not great. I think Wolverhampton takes it. I think you're right. They're probably watching the film mm-hmm. this entire week of Onana, just WWE slamming the player into the ground and not getting it. So there's definitely going to be some remorse, some revenge. And if they beat them by a big enough margin, they could oh, leapfrog yeah. United in the table. Now, is that so why it's a match? Is that top. why it's a three nil victory and nothing else? I mean, I did do the math. I won't say even, I didn't do the math. I did. Do even math. a three to one victory would put them even. And I think the, the victory because the bigger victory could right. put them ahead. 
I'm just trying yeah, to give I mean, some cushion. I'm just yeah, trying to give some give cushion. Give some cushion. Still a pretty important match that I think Wolverhampton mm-hmm. shows up for, and Man U does not. But Man U is playing a little better recently. I'll, I'll give them that. Playing a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they lost to Nottingham. You know, they lost, <laughs> they lost to West Ham. All they did was all they did was draw Tottenham. That's all. Uh, they did beat Aston Villa. Whatever. Uh, right? They just yes, they did beat Aston Villa. So you know, it's a give and a take. That was last year. This is this year. The Wolves are different in twenty twenty four. All right. Well, yeah. we beat we beat Everton three nil, and then we drew nil nil at Brighton. So I no one understands how that match ended up that way. Or how we even drew that match, to be fair. I mean, as I reviewed, as we reviewed last week. So I was, well, not last, well, it was technically last week, but just a couple days ago. That was a close one. We, we did not deserve that point. Um, but that brings us to uh, the end of match day 22. We will see how everything shakes out. And now we will get back to the trivia at hand. Who holds the record for the most... Hat tricks in the Premier League. I'm gonna go with good old Kuhn. Sergio Aguero is my pick. Kuhn Aguero. You would be right. Yeah. He, in January of 2020, in the start of COVID, he took the lead with 12 hat tricks. Yeah, he uh, just. Oh, how high is he on the list for overall goals in the Premier League? Because he's up there. He, I think they, he's he, third. He scored so many. I think he's many, behind. So well, he was third, mm-hmm. but Harry Kane passed him last year. Uh, so I think it's Alan Shearer, Wayne Rooney, Harry Kane, Sergio Aguero. And Alan Shearer is second with 11, which is impressive. Very good. Harry Kane sits tied for fourth. And his last hat trick was in 2017. So he hadn't had a hat trick in five seasons, which is pretty crazy. But actively, active people. Erling Holland has six. And he got that. He has one this season, five last season. Raheem Sterling is the second best active player at five. And Mo Salah is the third active player with four. So... Holland could break it if he, if he gets I, going. Yeah, and when if, if he now he probably's not going to keep pace this season obviously because we're halfway through and he's at 1. Things could still happen. But if I, we were I don't to, know. you know even if we were to keep the average pace of 3 of 3 hat tricks a season, if he doesn't get one mm-hmm. for the rest of this year, if he keeps 3 per season, then he'd break it in relatively short order. I mean, he'd break it at the beginning of of uh this 26-27 season, right? Yeah. So 24 25, he would be at nine. Uh, yeah, 24 25, he'd be at nine. He'd tie him at by the end of 25 26. So, beginning of 26 27 season, he would win it. He would get it. And he, he'd he be what, 26? 24. 20, yeah. Well, 20. He's only like, I think he just turned 23. Right. So, I think he'd so. be like 26 when he broke it. Yeah. And just like so much time left to get. More goals. So, Alan, Alan, good old Alley boy, you better watch out. You better watch out because he scores so many, that big old boy from Scandinavia. Well, I got one right. I think I think you picked that one out because you thought I'd get it right. I think that's why. You it, was, it was a more recent one. Yeah, it was, what, it I, was. what I might actually get. Uh, I appreciate it. I thank you for it. 
And uh, uh, is there anything else that we need to do before we get out of here? I don't think so. I don't think so. Go ahead and leave a comment. Even if you're not Flynn 21, go ahead and leave a comment. And uh, we'll read it on the show. Uh, if it's if it's nice. I'm not going to read mean comments on the show. Unless they're funny. If they're funny mean comments, mm-hmm. I might read it. But that is the week that will be Match Day 22. And until we see you on, what did I say? Yeah, on Friday afternoon. Why don't you mm. go ahead and grab some coffee. Watch some soccer.